Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Rafi is the voice of some of the happiest songs of our generation. Baby Beluga. So who is the man behind Baby Beluga? Every human being wants to feel respected. When we start with young children, all good things can grow from there. I'm Chris Garcia, comedian, new dad, and host of Finding Rafi, a new podcast from iHeartRadio and Fatherly. Listen every Tuesday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Paris Hilton, and this is Trapped in Treatment, a weekly podcast of shocking survivor experiences and stories from an industry plagued by controversy. With my hosts, Caroline Cole and Rebecca Mellinger, we will uncover the truth of one teen treatment facility each season. First up, Provo Canyon School. This one is personal. Listen to Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Affleck opened up about his relationship with J-Lo and being thankful for second chances. Kirsten Dunst revealed how Sofia Coppola helped boost her confidence amidst the scrutiny she faced in Hollywood. And our very own Stephen LeConte is back with another enlightening edition of DM911. It's December 3rd, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So to kick things off, Ben Affleck talked about his relationship with J-Lo, and it's really kind of lovely. He told Wall Street Journal magazine, quote, I can say that it's definitely beautiful to me. My life now reflects not just the person that I want to be, but the person that I really feel like I am, which is not perfect, but somebody who tries very hard and cares very much about being honest and authentic and accountable. Ben also expressed how grateful he is that he's had so many second chances in life, saying, quote, I am very lucky in my life and that I benefited from second chances, and I am aware that other people don't even get first chances. I've had second chances in my career. I've had second chances as a human being. Okay, I have to admit that when, you know, Benefer 2.0 first started, I was not into it. I was a little bit wary of it and I felt, you know, it just kind of gave me a dark feeling inside. But seeing like them together, like on red carpets and these like pictures of them on vacation, they are growing on me like mold. This, these, these quotes like are mold. Very, yes, romantic, that's, I know. Sexy. The, the quotes are genuinely very sweet. However, they are. I, I, I do, I do have to admit it was like a little, I mean, I do think like it must be a little weird for like Jennifer Garner and their shared children to hear him talk about how he's like getting a second chance because I feel like there's an implication there, but maybe that's just me and my own insecurities. Yeah, I, I agree about what you were saying before because I did at the beginning of this, th- I thought it was like very much rebound because of JLo getting out of an engagement. But yeah, I mean, these quotes seem very authentic and, you know, I'm like, hey, if they're in love, they're in love. 
Love is love. And in 2021, get happiness wherever you can find it, people. (laughs) True, true. (laughs) Well, in other news, in an interview with Netflix, Kristen Dunn shared the personal impact she felt working with Sofia Coppola on the virgin suicides. She said it was the first time she felt like a, quote, beautiful woman. And it meant a lot because it came from another woman. Kristen then said, It was very empowering for me at that age in terms of the way I felt about myself and my beauty. And, you know, that's a a weird age. And she just gave me a lot of confidence that I carried throughout my career um, in terms of, like, producers wanting to fix my teeth or, like, people just trying to change and manipulate young actresses in a way to make them, you know, the same. And she, she made me feel beautiful for who I was. And that was a very pivotal time in my life to, to feel that way and to be, to be given that. I mean, not to be repetitive, but I just think all of this is very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like in a, in an industry that is so dominated by usually very toxic men, um, to hear like a story of like another way a film can go and how it can actually like, you know, be a positive impact on a young actor's life and to have that come from, you know, a female director screenwriter is really awesome. And especially for the movie, The Virgin Suicides, I mean, it's about young women and it's beautiful and it's dark and, and to have that presence on set going through such like a coming of age time in your life. I'm just so happy that she was able to have that experience with a female director. Yeah, absolutely. All right, it's time for another installment of DM911. For anyone unfamiliar with the segment, Stephen keeps his DMs wide open for anyone seeking advice because there's no problem he can't help you solve. Today, we're talking about setting boundaries, work problems, and letting go of old flames. Okay, Stephen, you ready to help us? I am so ready. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay, so our first question comes from someone who needs help dealing with their neighbor. They write... My neighbor is kind, but very nosy. My husband and I are young, and I think she thinks of herself as a surrogate mother. She's constantly trying to tell me what to do. She tells me that I need to go back to school. I have a four-year college degree, and I'm happy not working right now because I'm high risk. And basically, she forced me to look at community college class options with her. Then, she told me that I shouldn't have a baby so young before I got pregnant, and now that I am, I'm concerned she's going to interfere in my child's life. It's hard to avoid her because she lives across the street, and I help her with childcare for her daughter. How do I delicately set boundaries? Well, first of all, I don't think you need to delicately set boundaries (laughs) with this person. I agree that you need to respectfully set boundaries. I agree that you need to tactfully set boundaries. I, I even agree that you need to set boundaries with some degree of kindness. But delicately, I think that word might be giving you trouble here. I think it's possible that if you've been delicate about this so far, that might be the root of your problem. Because delicately implies a certain degree of subtlety in your approach, which is great if you're dealing with someone who can pick up on subtlety. But I think it's clear, based on your past conversations with this neighbor, that she is not one of those people. So I think the only path forward here is a very direct one. In other words, when she starts meddling in your personal affairs, don't drop little hints that you'd like her to stop. Tell her, with equal parts respect and firmness, to stop, which I know can be easier said than done, and it may feel like kind of confrontational in the moment, but I think it's probably the only way you're going to change this kind of behavior. So for example, 
if she starts pulling up community college programs for you to look at, instead of sitting down with her and like playing along with this thing that she's doing, I I think you just need to tell her point blank. I'm not interested in going back to school, so I'm not going to look at any of these programs with you. And I actually find it kind of stressful when you pressure me to do so. I really would appreciate it if you could just let this go. That kind of language is direct. It's blunt, but it's still respectful. And here's another example. If she starts talking about how you're too young to be pregnant, I think you should just tell her like, you know, my pregnancy is a really personal decision and one that I'm not going to justify to you or to anyone else. Please don't bring that up anymore. Hopefully she hears you on those things, realizes how uh, much she's been overstepping in your relationship and backs off. But if not, I think you should feel 1000% free to walk right out of this woman's house and never come back. It's nice if you can have a relationship with this neighbor, but you do not owe her that kind of relationship. That's a bonus. And if she can't respect your most basic personal boundaries, you're probably best off just putting some distance between the two of you. Maybe she's better off being the neighbor you give a friendly wave to as you get the mail and not much else. Yeah, I mean, boundaries are extremely hard to put in motion, you know, like it is, it's difficult. It's going to be awkward, but I mean, I think you're totally right. Based on what this person has said, she's not going to stop intruding in their lives. She's just not. For sure. And it would be great if she was the kind of neighbor who could pick up on the small hints you've maybe Mm. given so far. But now that you know that she can't, I think you just have no choice but to tell her directly. Mm -hmm, Exactly. All right. Well, we'll be right back with more DM 911. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. You may know me from Game Day View or Game Day Morning on NFL Network. Basically, any shows with the word game in it, odds are you'll find me there. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, like breaking down games, questioning Tom Brady's genetic makeup. It's going to be great. I'm also doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. We want to hear from you, fans of the NFL. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Did you commit a misdemeanor crime when you were 12 and need to tell somebody about it? Please, for the love of Roger Goodell, do not tell me. I can be held accountable. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey everybody, Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO, and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, and I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me. 
Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played with Chuck Bass. I just can't believe that I did that with my life. Jay, we had like the most amazing time. Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to more DM911, where Stephen helps solve all of our problems. The next question comes from someone in the middle of a workplace dilemma. They write, Hi, Stephen. I'm struggling with a work problem that makes me feel like a terrible human being. I work at a coffee shop in a mall. Because the mall shut down the water fountains due to COVID, our official water policy is to sell bottled water only. No free cup water, because a cup of water costs approximately $3 just for the cup, lid, and straw. I follow this policy for everyone that asks, even if they bought something else. Because to me, it doesn't seem like equal treatment to give a free water to someone who buys a coffee versus someone who buys nothing. But my coworkers give free waters to people who buy a coffee and will even give the water to the customer after I said no at the register. I want to be fair and equal, but I don't want to keep feeling like the worst. Am I being too inflexible? And should I do what my coworkers do? I'd appreciate any advice. Okay. I think my advice here can be pretty short and sweet. Give the water away for free, at least when your manager isn't looking. I'm assuming you must work for at least a somewhat large corporate chain here, as that's usually what a coffee shop in a mall would be. And frankly, for a corporation to try to take advantage of a global pandemic that forces water fountains to shut down and to then charge $3 for a cup of tap water because customers have no other option um, is very dark, at least to me personally. You know, at At the start of my career, long before I was at BuzzFeed or in the world of digital media, I spent many years working in restaurants and retail. And I can totally understand the frustration of feeling like you're the only one enforcing a dumb rule. You end up looking like the asshole when in fact you're just trying to do what you've been told. But this is one situation where I think your coworkers are actually right. I mean, look, If there's any chance that giving out free water is going to jeopardize your employment, don't do it. Like if there are security cameras around or if your managers or coworkers are like narcs that are going to like tell corporate or if they keep a really strict inventory of how many cups have been given out, then you're probably better off sticking to the policy, even if your coworkers don't, because I do not want you to lose your job over this. But if the other coworkers are getting away with it and no one seems to care which is, I think, what you're saying here, then I think you should follow their lead. You know, I would imagine that telling a customer that it's going to be $3 for a cup of tap water must pretty often lead to like a level of like harassment and beratement and abuse. Like I just have worked enough customer service jobs to know that like that must not go over well when you tell customers that. And I'm also going to guess that you're not paid enough to take that kind of abuse. So I say you make your own life a little bit easier and just give out the cup of water if you're not going to get in trouble. And if you want another little solution that might make you feel better, you mentioned that it's like the, the tap water comes in the cup with the lid and the straw. You can reduce the cost if you just get rid of the lid and the straw. If they ask for the tap water, just give it to them in the cup, no lid, no straw, and be done with it. That's my vote. My answer is fuck capitalism and give them the water. Fuck capitalism, (laughs) give them the water. Amen. Okay, so our final question comes from someone looking for important relationship advice. They write, so I've been with a guy for a while now and we are super happy and super in love and everything is great. 
However, the other day I was sorting through my voicemail and I found a blocked message section and in it I had loads of messages from my ex. During our relationship, I found out he had a wife and kids and I was heartbroken. And now I find myself listening to his messages a lot and thinking, what if? I love my boyfriend so much and definitely don't want anything with my ex, but I just feel like he has a hold on me. Should I talk to my boyfriend about it or hope it goes away? Okay, well, let's start with step one here, which is to please delete those voicemails. Your ex sounds like a real piece of shit. He did something incredibly violating and disgusting to you. And I know you already know this, but you should not miss this person in your life. And while you can't necessarily control what your heart does in this situation, you can control what your hands do. So delete those voicemails ASAP because listening to them every day is going to cause you harm. And here's another thing that listening to those voicemails is going to do. It's going to get you further and further away from the truth of who your ex is. These voicemails are apparently giving you a really idealized, glossy, romantic view of your past relationship. But the truth of your relationship was not like that at all. There was nothing ideal or romantic about what happened. He was married with kids. He was lying to you and lying to his wife and lying to his children. And I don't mean to be too harsh about this, but I'm going to say this to you because I think you do need to hear it. Every fond memory you have from that relationship was built upon a lie. And that means that the longing you feel for him right now is also built upon a lie. I understand the feeling of being hung up on an ex. I think most people who have been in the dating world for long enough will eventually experience that at some point. And while you can't necessarily control how you feel deep down, there's a lot you can control to willfully push your life in a better, brighter direction. And if it can't start in your heart, then it needs to start in your hands and your brain. So with your brain, make a conscious decision for yourself that you are done with this person. And then with your hands, you need to remove all traces of him from your life. That's all you can control. And I do believe the heart will follow in time. Wounds tend to heal as long as you don't keep reopening them. You also asked if you should let your current boyfriend know about all this. That's a really personal decision, and I don't think there's an objective right or wrong answer to that. Personally, I think if you are genuinely happy and fulfilled and in love in this relationship, and you don't doubt that you should be in this current relationship, that's all your boyfriend needs to know. And if you can make a commitment to yourself to really unpack the trauma of your past relationship and rid yourself of its toxicity like once and for all, I think you have the right to keep that journey private, at least for the time being. But just make sure that the journey really is about moving forward and not looking back. This is Steven. (laughs) Okay, so listeners, you don't know this, but our, our video is off right now because Steven's computer hates us. I wish, Steven, that you could have seen my face when you were saying, like, the heart and the hands and the brain line. Like, my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, my God, look at you over here, just waxing poetic, fixing all our lives. Well, hey, I'm, if that could be helpful, I'm glad. That's how I've had to approach my own breakup situation. So take it damn, for what it's worth. Damn. <laughs> oh, Steven, as always, thank you for helping all of us with our problems. Please, the pleasure is all mine. Everyone, you can DM me at Steven. Stephen LC on Instagram and Twitter. That's Stephen with a PH. And that's it for today. Come back and join us on Monday. And remember, there's nothing wrong with Kirsten Dunst's teeth and probably no other actor's teeth either. 
Amen. BuzzFeed Daily is produced by Dan Bowser, Frank Capello, and Jess Goodwin. Special thanks to Erica Nedanine and Samantha Hennick. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Have you ever felt depressed about work, only to have your dad be like, why are you so down? So you told him you hate your job, and he said, well, you better talk yourself out of it. And then you thought, hmm, I love to talk. I could host a podcast. And then you went to Spreaker from iHeart and started a podcast and got good at it, then monetized it, then quit your boring job, then told your dad, thanks for the advice. And he was like, well, that's not what I meant, and I don't understand what a podcast is, but you seem happy, so that's great, kiddo. You ever do that? Well, you could. At Spreaker.com. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Ask your dad. You actually don't. I'm Paris Hilton, and this is Trapped in Treatment, a weekly podcast of shocking survivor experiences and stories from an industry plagued by controversy. With my hosts, Caroline Cole and Rebecca Mellinger, we will uncover the truth of one teen treatment facility each season. First up, Provo Canyon School. This one is personal. Listen to Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.